Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. You and Michael Jordan, the only NBA players to put up 65 points, 15 rebounds, and five assists in a game. What does that mean to you? You and MJ, baby. Wolf ever did this? <laughs> no, sir. Just, just you, you and just MJ. You How and crazy Jordan. is that? I don't, I don't believe that. Believe it, Joel. Believe it. I don't believe how great of a score this guy's become. Holy yeah. moly. He only need three quarters to drop like 50. 37 minutes to get 70 <laughs> points last night, Hugh. That was as great of a scoring game just per, per minute. Efficient. efficient. That's a great way to phrase it. It's a great word. It's as efficient of a scoring game we've ever seen in the NBA. Yeah. Yeah, he balled out, man. And it, it's, it's, I, you know what did my heart good was seeing the, the fans get so involved with Joel Embiid. You know, because it's, it's you know, I, I know, and I'm not a dummy. I know there's still some people out there that you even saw it when you saw, looked at some of the, the Twitter Twitter responses. Well, well what's going to happen in the playoffs? And all? Man, just enjoy. Like, those are the people, like, you just got to tell them, dog, just enjoy for what it is, man. Enjoy for what it is, and we'll, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. But I tell you what, he made a lot of people believe in him last night. Regardless of how you felt about him before that, you, a lot of people are excited about what potentially could happen this year. Let's hear some of it. A great montage put together here of the best moments as Joel Embiid becomes only the ninth player ever to score 70 points in a game. Embiid with a new first half career high, 34. Embiid a fake, a spin, another fake. The buckets in the foul. Joel with a chance at 50 here tonight. Embiid from outside, tying his career high. For the first time in his NBA career, 60. Here he comes. Embiid oh my, oh between my. the legs, the spinning no look to Daniel House. Joel Embiid, 65. Chance at 70. Embiid, coast to coast for 70. I mean, we're at the point now, Hugh, where this guy has averaged more points for his career per minute than anyone that has ever played. I mean, just for a second, think about that. Like, he averages more, and he doesn't play as many minutes, right, because he's had injuries. But per minute, he scores more points than Jordan, than Wilt, than anyone. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. It's ridiculous. That's pretty impressive. I mean, what's more impressive is that him and Carl Anthony Towns scored over 50 points on the same night that Kobe dropped 81 in history. Yeah, it was just, it's a point score a night in yeah, NBA history. Yeah, that was a point score. Well, night. at least he won his game. Carl Anthony Towns lost his game. No, last but night. could you just imagine what Cat was thinking? He was like, oh, I dropped six on the night. They're going to be talking about me on Sports and Nah, because not, not today. No, today, <laughs> today's a day about Joel Embiid. Here are the names. If you missed it last night or you didn't see this, only players in NBA history to score 70 in a game, 70 or more. Will Chamberlain did it multiple times. Kobe, obviously on the same date. Oh, those years ago, I think it was, what, 05 or 06 with Kobe Bryant? David Thompson, Elgin Baylor, David Robinson, Donovan Mitchell, Dame, Devin Booker, and Joel Embiid. That's the list. I mean, that that is the complete list of players in NBA history to score 70 points in a game. But, Hugh, you hit on it. And, yeah, the comment section, whether it be uh, an out loud comment like on WIP or where anyone posts things these days. But that – it is – It's. I think it's in the back of all our minds. It, it – I will admit, I do find it hard sometimes to wrap my arms around the player Embiid is because we know the, the story of the postseason, right? It's, he's, he's not been a great postseason player. Yeah. They failed. But at the same time, Hugh, 
we are watching one of the great scorers to ever play in the NBA. Mm-hmm. He's a lock Hall of Famer. Like no he, doubt about that. He is an all-time player. It's and it's, it's sometimes, but it is hard, right? Because in the back of your mind, like, well, will they do it in the playoffs? Will will can he do this in the playoffs? I'm not asking for seventy in the playoffs, but you know what I mean. I, I wonder is Embiid starting to make you feel like this year's different? Two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. We'll throw Embiid and your reaction to what he did last night into the conversation with the hurt stuff. Are you starting to feel it could be different, Hugh, with Embiid? Yes, and and I know that's, I might be the only person that feels that way. But it just feels like Coach Nurse is getting the most out of him. And I look at it like this. Like last year, I think there's an argument that can be made that Embiid was probably tired down the stretch. Well, it's everything, You know, yeah. bang, banged up yeah. down the stretch. The fact that he's putting in the kind of work that he's putting in, and he's only doing it in three quarters, I think that bodes well for him in the playoffs. I, I, re- I really, 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 really do. I think it bodes well for him. So here's where I'm at on Embiid, and, and I, I've probably been as hard on him as anybody here over the years because I just, I, I just think he is, he's failed too many times in the big moment, and it frustrates me. But we know how great he is. Here's, I feel more positive about this team than I have in years. I really like Nick Nurse as a coach. I liked him before he got here, and I think he's done a great job with this team. Here's what I need moving forward. I, I don't need any more 70-point games to believe in Joel. I mean, jo- Joel could score, he, he could score 40 every game if he wants to. That, that's how great of a scorer he is. You know what I need now moving forward? I need him to prioritize his body and rest. I like I would be actually blown away if he just said, I don't care about the MVP and takes time off down the stretch. Like All I care about now is the postseason. So I, I need to see more before I fully buy into the playoffs, and it will be different. But, boy, this guy. I'm enjoying what I'm seeing. It's unbelievable to watch him score. It just yeah. is. Yeah. And it, it feels like it might be stretching a little bit, but you just feel like he has a little bit more confidence. Feels just like he's he's more in tune to to being like the leader on the squad, and uh, everybody's kind of you know putting him in that position to be that guy, and he's feeding off of it. We are you know watching one of the great seasons as well in, in Philadelphia sports history. You think about Roy Halladay, two thousand eleven. You know you think about what To did with you guys in 04. I mean this is up there. I mean if he, if he finishes this strong and healthy. It's one of the great Philadelphia athlete seasons we've ever seen. And Joel's already on that list anyway from last year because he was great and won an MVP. 215-592-9494. One more quick thing, and then we'll go to the phone lines here. I thought this was kind of cool. Bill Self last night, his college coach, well, they had him on ESPN. They almost bumped him because of the Embiid stuff, but they were like, well, I wish we keep him on because he was his coach in college. Here's Bill Self talking about his former player. When did you know that this kind of ceiling existed for that young man? The first time I saw him practice at his high school – he got into it with some kid, and he started chasing him around the gym. And I saw how athletic he was chasing a little 5'10 guy. I told Norm, I said, he's going to be the number one pick in the draft. And uh, he wasn't. He was third. But, but uh, yeah, he, he, he's a different talent. Kyle, when he was drafted, and, and look, we all knew he had special physical skills. I never thought he'd be this good of a scorer. Like, I just I didn't, I didn't think it was possible. He's one of the greatest scorers of all time now. And I'll take it a step further. I didn't think he got better than he was last season. In the regular season, when he won the MVP, and he's like, he's a lot better somehow. He's I, a runaway favorite he's right now. He's unbelievable. He's a runaway favorite for the MVP. Right I, now. Yeah, I even looked at the odds recently. We, we could pull him up now. I believe he is the the only thing that would hold him back from winning is if he doesn't play sixty five games because they changed that rule. You have to play sixty five to be eligible for postseason awards. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, the MVP's fine and all if he wants to win it back to back. But he got to win a championship. Yeah, we know what the real the real prize is. Yeah, but it's exciting to see. I think the, yeah, the run up course. to this is definitely exciting to see. Yeah, he's plus 130. He's the favorite. It's not overwhelming. Jokic is plus 250, but he's the favorite right now to win a second consecutive NBA MVP. All right, 215-592-9494. Is Embiid starting to make you feel like this year is different with the Sixers? And Jalen Hurts, are you more concerned with the player or the leader of Jalen Hurts? Let's go to Jeff in Wilmington who's ready to roll. What's up, Jeff? Jeff. Yeah, what's up, guys? Hey, Jeff. Hey, you know, this is the first time in well over 10 years that I've actually looked forward to watching the Sixers. So – I, it does make me feel a little better because of two – well, two other things. The play of Maxi for one. That dude's just really blown up. And Nick Nurse as a head coach. I just think he has much more to offer than Doc ever had. I agree, Jeff. I, I, I can't imagine Doc getting as much out of all these role players as he has. Because yeah. really, I mean, think about the team this year, right? Embiid's all, great, all-time kind of player. You're right. Maxi's yep. developed. But after yep. that, I mean, you know, Tobias, we know what he is. But th- they've gotten a lot out of Batum and – you know, all these guys that have played smaller roles, Morris. I mean, they've gotten a lot out of these guys. I don't think Doc would have got as much. Uber. And you don't, Ubre, yeah. headache, you don't have a headache player. You don't have uh, Ben Simmons. You don't have um, Harden. 
who Harden. Ball, who ball you don't have that now. to worry about. That's always that was always like the thing hanging over the team's head is what's going to happen next with these idiots. So yeah, I, I'm I'm much more uh, I have a little bit more confidence this year they'll get past the second round. And you know what's amazing last night? First of all, the amount of time it took him to do it—37 minutes or whatever—but he only had one three-point shot. He was one for two from three points. Yeah, Jeff, it's at the point now where he's so <laughs> efficient insane. within the three-point arc. And and I look, I get it. Yeah. Like if he's out there alone, I love that. Shoot yeah. it, but but yeah, I mean he he makes almost every mid- last night he was going to get yeah. up against uh, Webb and Yama, right? Who's like seven three, and he's just shooting jumpers uh, yeah. over him like it's nothing. And then like we know he get, he gets to the free throw line whenever he wants and makes his free throws. Yep. Real quick on the on the uh, Hall of Fame before I get to the Eagles. I would rather have Jimmy Rollins as a Hall of Famer than Chase Utley. That's where I stand on that. So I don't know if either one of them are going to get in this time, but if, if one of the two gets in, I, I like Rollins to get in better than than Utley does. Yeah, I think, I think he has a better chance right now because this is this is uh, Utley's first year on the ballot, first if I'm not year. mistaken. Yep. Yeah, so yeah. He, he has a better yeah. chance right now. I, I disagree. Jimmy- I, I'm more of an Utley over Rollins really? guy. Yeah, and I think I think Utley's going to get a lot more votes tonight when it's all said and done. We'll see. But they they both have time yeah. on the ballot. We're gonna we're gonna break the whole thing down coming up in a little bit and give you who we would put in. But I I am more of the Utley in Rollins not camp. That's where I sit. Um, Rollins had a little bit lo- – his batting average wasn't quite where it should be for a leadoff, but his glove was amazing. And it was. I think that needs to have more uh, more attention when Hall of Fame consideration. Yeah, anyway. I, I think they're both really interesting debates. Jeff, what are you thinking on Jalen? <sighs> okay, so I kind of go back and forth on this. When you look at what happened this year, you had a, a, a multitude of things. You had a stronger schedule. You had him getting hurt early on in the season. And you also had a defensive or an offensive coordinator that I, I really don't think knew what he was doing. Because last year, you had uh, Steichen in the second year. And look how things worked out. And I know the schedule was a little bit weaker, but Jalen was much better last year than he was this year. And I just, I, there's so many things. I, I'm not worried about his ability as much as can he mend the fences with, allegedly, with uh, the, the, you know the the other guys on the team that he that he uh, you know so called has problems with, and that's only been reported. So I, I you know I don't know how much of that I believe either. But you can obviously see it on the sideline. But he was doing the same thing on the sideline last year. You know he's kind of by himself. He wasn't uh, pumping guys up. So I, I think there's a little bit more to be said that he needs to really work on the uh, leadership qualities. I don't worry about the play as much because I do think he was injured a little bit more than we expected, and I. I think the offensive coordinator just had no clue how to how to get around that. Yeah, unfortunately he didn't. And Jeff, we appreciate the phone call. And that offensive coordinator, according to both Derek Gunn and Jeff McClain, is going to be out of here. You guys uh, going to miss the Brian Johnson era at offensive coordinator? Uh, no. <laughs> I want to see how he. I, I mean, I wish him. I wish him well, though. Why is he I young? Coach, how, yeah. I, how he fares somewhere else. I want to see how, how that how that happens. Anyone have a guess as to how he's going to fare somewhere else? I think he'll do okay. I, I think he might I, do I well. Think there's something yeah. you know anything about. I think, Eagles passed. I think there's something to um, him and Jalen not being on the same page. I really do. It's just weird to me, again, how you can have somebody that has known you damn near your whole life and you don't respect them enough to try to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, for- though, when friends work together, it's it's hard. I, I think, oh, I guess it could be. And then Jalen, he co-signed for him in the, in the last of press course. conference. He's like, yeah, you know. That's an interesting point. Yes, you know what I mean? he, he did say. For him. I think he said something. I'm looking forward to fixing this with everyone. Nick, yeah. Brian, and then Brian's going to be at. He went out of his way, and Brian was like, "You know what? Now, nah, shorty, I don't feel like being here with you no more." Yeah, you know. So I, I just thought of something as Jeff was making his point about um, the stuff on the sidelines, right? And we had the, the blow up or whatever you want to call it with Dallas Goddard, right during the playoff game. <laughs> you know what I'm wondering? So this off season, we're going to talk about one thing, right? Jalen fixing it as a leader, mm-hmm. right? Mending those fences. There's also another path here. And the Eagles did not do this with Carson Wentz, right? They kept Alshon Jeffrey. There seemed to be a Carson-Alshon friction. What did we do? We had fake uh, photo shoots at the Sixers game. Remember that whole thing, Kyle? That was unbelievable. There's another path here for the Eagles. If they feel there's friction between Jalen and other players, they could move those players out of here. And there's only one player here that's locked in for the next five years under contract. I believe, right? It's just one. It's him. Like if you if you're Howie and Jeff and you find out there are players in here that there's friction there, do you keep those players or do you move those players on? I, I'll just use Dallas as an example. And I don't know there's a friction between. We just saw a sideline spat. If you feel like the quarterback and some of his weapons they're not seeing eye to eye, do you try to make it work or do you say we'll just trade that guy? Well, I think it all depends on the quarterback. And from what we've seen, if you're talking about the same thing that I I saw, uh, 
quarterback, I don't know how he felt about it because he just kind of sat there. He kind of said, I think that I think that relationship is repairable. I think they're all repairable, but do you try to force it? Or do you no, just move I think, on? I think you I think it's I think it all depends on how the offseason goes. If if Jalen and Nate they can reach some kind of a agreement, not agreement, but if they can repair it, yeah. you know, then I think you move on from it. I, but if not, then Dallas probably be on that chopping. Well, block. that's Dallas what I'm probably, saying. Dallas probably be on the chopping blocks. But man, you can't. It's hard. Like the tight end is starting to change the game a little bit, man. Yeah, you like, can find another tight end. Though. Yeah, but you, but but do it. If I already got one, do I really want to go and do that? Well, how good is Dallas at this point? Dallas is pretty decent. I think you that he's, he's good. Yeah, yeah, I think he suffered a little bit yeah. this year. I'm just saying that we thought he was a top five guy. I don't. I don't know if he is anymore. I mean, he really didn't get fed a lot this year. But maybe, I mean, you can yeah. say that about a lot of folks, though. Sure. They get fed a lot. A I'm just lot. saying we tried to force it with Alshon, and it actually made things worse. I think Dallas is. I think Dallas is pretty good. No, Dallas is pretty good. It, I'm just and I just uh, like when example. I say pretty good, I mean yeah. Uh, I, I mean when I say pretty good, I don't. I don't think he needs to be traded because he gave a quarterback. No, no, I'm not saying he needs to be traded. I'll give you an example the other way though. He gave a quarterback the number one. Song. Seattle tried to force it. <laughs> Russell Wilson and those defensive players, they didn't love each other. And they just said, "Well, we're gonna we're gonna make this work," and it, it it didn't really work anymore. It just got worse and worse. But it got bad when they weren't as good. Like when when Russell start like, but Russell, I think he's the extreme. Like Russell, Russell was not returning his fan his uh, teammates' phone call. He got his own office in he, Denver. He was like, "Yo, he no." When when uh, Beast Mode told the story about how he was trying to comfort him, and he just kind of looked at my like, dog like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> <laughs> that was that was the one for me that just knew he was on a different level. I don't think Jalen's there. I don't think he's there. I don't think that he has the cachet, that kind of cachet, where he can pull that off. I don't think he's there either. But he, here's what I do think. I think that Jalen Hurts, the leader, is certainly something he could be better at. I'm more concerned with Jalen Hurts, the player. He's got to get back to playing like a top five quarterback. Because this year, let's be real, he wasn't even a top ten quarterback this year. He, he wasn't. And let's go just go look. I mean, he. I don't know how long the list goes. If you're ranking quarterbacks, we'll probably do it one day soon. He wasn't the top ten guy this year. I, I and they he was early on, but that doesn't count. I mean, it, I, I hear what you're saying. It's but, what you but, were for the season. No, it, it it he was early on, and it just fell apart. And that's where I I feel like wherever whatever happened where it fell apart, that's what we need to try to fix. But yo, couldn't I pick out four good games from any decent quarterback? I mean, like that's not a season. I mean, he had, but he, we were talking about 10. We had at least 10 games. He didn't like, have he, 10 great games. He, but he won 10 games, I though, Joe. But he come won on. 10. But he didn't he play won, well in some of those won, games. Like, but he didn't play well, and that's why I'm giving him the 10, because even when he didn't play well, he still found a way to win. I, without looking at his numbers, I would say probably he played six or seven really good games out of 17. That's just, I, I have to relook. I'm, that's just my right now feel. I think he threw the ball well at times. He, he dropped some dimes at times. I think that. When it got bad for Jalen, it just got real bad, and we tend to forget that as fans. We tend to forget that there was a point that this cat was in the MVP hunt. He was in the MVP hunt. He had six games this year with a passer rating over 100. Six games. He had he had several games where it was it was bad. I mean, like the the Giants game, bad. Yeah, Seattle, yeah. bad. Um, you go to the Kansas City game. His passer rating was 64. They won that game. He threw for 150 yards and. And no touchdowns in that game. I mean, he wouldn't play really well that night. He just made one good throw at the end. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Joel in the Northeast. What's up, Joel? Hey, Joel. Oh, what's going on, guys? Can what's up? Me? Joel, actually, want to put I... you on hold. Now you got that cricket, dog. Yeah, the that, connection. That, that cricket is a little like, bit off yeah, there. Legitabug. Couldn't tell if Joel was in the wind. No, I don't think today's very windy. That might have been a connection no, issue. That was jitterbug. He's on a jitterbug. Let's talk to Steve in Westchester. What's up, Steve? Hey, listen, I got something to say on the Sixers, but the Jalen Hurts conversation. So you're going to get rid of the receivers that were coming up to him complaining that they were open and Jalen's looking the other side of the field? Yes. I mean, you get new receivers in there. <clears throat> Are they not going to complain about the same thing? Is that no, what you're saying? They're going no, to be happy to have contract a job. negotiations when they sign them? Well, Steve, what I'm saying is we tried to for it. Like, let's just say, let's say there's a rift. I'm not saying there is, but let's say there's yeah. one between him and one or two of these guys. We tried to yeah. force this last time. The Eagles said, go to a Sixers game. Let's have a photo shoot. Alshon and Carson, smile and nod. It's going to be okay. It was never okay. Like, sometimes you can't force yeah. it. But, but you know, he, 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 that, that's what they were complaining to him about. Like, I'm wide open. I'm over here, and Jalen's running the other side of the field. I know. I mean, he's done that all season long with, with, with A.J. And, and Goddard. I mean, he's not looking where he should be looking. He's not going through his progressions for whatever reason. I don't know. He's hurt. I don't know what the problem is, but it certainly did fall off the table. 
um, after they're ten and one. And I, I think he's in the top ten, but he's fallen. I mean, you know, but and it, it, I got a fear that this is a, a beginning of the Carson Wentz thing with with him. I, I just think that with and you might be wor- worried about the right thing too is play. Let me go over to the Sixers. I don't care how many seventy point games and B gets. I want him on the court in the playoffs. All right, and I want I want championship. And so you don't score any points if you're not playing, right? Zero. I mean, yeah. If you don't, if you don't suit up, you don't, you don't score points. That's it. And, and we lost that. That we had a shot to win the championship when, when Toronto took it from us, and he missed that. I think it was game five or six. He missed. He uh, he had a, he had a, I don't know. It was somewhere a flu or something. I mean, and we 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 could have won that game, and we're it's, we're out of that series, and and he wasn't there. He wasn't there. And now he's missed ten games this season, right? And you don't think he's going to play all the rest of the season, you know? He's going. To, I mean, it looks like they're forcing him for getting records out there. Like I see him late in the fourth quarter or late, late, early in the fourth quarter. The game's up twenty points, and he's out there playing, just trying to get his thirty or his forty or whatever it is. Well, see, that I happened a few weeks a ago. Move. Yeah, a few weeks ago against yeah. the Knicks. It was a Friday night game. I think you were you were at that game, Hugh. The Friday night Knicks game. Yeah. And he was banged up at the end, and he's on the court. They're down a bunch. And he's trying to get to thirty points. It was crazy. Well, no, that that's right. And then he went, and then he had he had an ankle injury. Yeah. They were keeping him out there to get it, and then he missed a couple games after that. Yeah, he did. That. Yep. So I mean, like I, I think this, this is the B season. I mean, we're just trying to get him records. His MVP is uh his top, you know, thirty points at four, thirty and ten or whatever it is. I mean, I want a championship, and 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 you, we've already been down the route managing him. I mean, Doc managed him pretty well. Um, his minutes it didn't work. We're still second round. We're out. I mean, you're not going past second round with, with Embiid the way he's doing. Teams will just let him score and cover everybody else. And that's it. You've got nobody else. Well, that's been a theme right? of the postseason for years. And, Steve, man, we appreciate focus. See, look, I, when I was watching that last night, I, I, there's a lot of people, because of the postseason history, it just like, uh, cool, 70 points. It, it's, I think it's hard for people to wrap their arms around Joel because of the past. And that's fair. And it, it sounded like that Carla was one of those people. Yeah. But I, I feel like watching that game last night, Joe, I look at it like this. I'm going to enjoy MB for what he is, and I'm going to hope that some of this in the regular season rubs off in the postseason. I mean, because that's all you have. Because we're, we're like, to be honest, like you said, we're witnessing greatness. He's a Hall of Famer. There's no question about it. And hopefully all of these accolades and, and adulation that he's getting right now, hopefully that that wears off on him and he becomes that guy that we need him to be in the playoffs. Yeah. Because that's what we're talking about. There, there's not a person out there. Because I did it as well. I, I saw that, and, and my first reaction was, yeah, but. But then I stepped back from that and said, you know what? I'm just going to enjoy it for what it is because that's, that's, the fan, that's the fan in me living off of what I saw last year and was disappointed in last year. But I think that this year is a different year. Yeah, as, as Joel is starting to make you believe in this extra, Steve, 215-592-9494. We'll come back at your phone calls. Look, wonderful score. I need to see a lot more before I get to the believing status with this team. But as far as him as a player – it's otherworldly. I mean, he's one of the five greatest scorers of all time. All right, Howard joins us next. We'll get to your phone calls here on everything Sixers. Hurts the player, hurts the leader. What worries you more moving forward? And, Joel, has it changed the way you view the Sixers? Howard next. You guys with us, lots to touch on. 215-592-9490 for the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. If you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel in partnership with Valley Forge Casino, America's number one sportsbook. New customers bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 of bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. FanDuel has so many ways for you to pick up a W. The first thing hitting me about this weekend is I'm taking the points with Detroit in San Francisco on Sunday. They could play with the Niners. If you want to follow my picks, go to FanDuel right now. I really like the FanDuel app. Get started with $150 of bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O to join today. FanDuel.com slash G-I-G-L-I-O. FanDuel Sportsbook is the official partner of 94 WIP. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. 
Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. That's right. We're riding with the king. Midday show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. And joining us right now, as he does every Tuesday at this time, is Howard Eskin. And we got a whole lot to talk about here between the Eagles and, of course, a 70-point effort last night by Joel Embiid. Howard, how are we doing today? Uh, we're doing fine, Joe. I, I hope you are trying to get over your Sirianni hate. but uh, you know. <laughs> No, it's not hate. I'm just trying to put the organization hate, in a good place. Hate, hate. You know, just Joe, put them in a good place. So, you're so out of, out of line. Not uh, out of line. Out of line. I mean, Howard, they lost 6-7 and, and rolled over in a playoff game. Come oh, on wait, now. Wait, wait, three playoff years in three years. Super Bowl last year. Uh, two straight 10-win seasons. And off of seven games. And they were awful. Mm-hmm. Awful. Uh, you, you're going to fire the head coach. John Fox got nitwit- fired in Denver with a very similar resume. Tony yeah, Dungy in Tampa. I'm trying to win a Super Bowl here, Howard. I don't care. Again, you know, they lasted more than that. Uh, I don't care about Denver, and I don't care about Tony Dungy. I care about what's happening here. And then you get that nitwit Ooh. in the afternoon, Jack Fritz, when a caller calls up and says, well, the Eagles went to the Super You know, he said, Nick Sirianni went to the Super Bowl last year. No, he said the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. Well, Jack's right. So the Eagles went to the Super Bowl, but when they lose this year, it's the coach that lost. Come on, you gotta you gotta have balance. You gotta have a little bit of balance, and everybody's responsible, but the players have to be responsible. I'm not sure if everyone's responsible. The defensive coordinator's gone, both of them. It sounds well, yeah. like now the offensive coordinator is responsible. So it seems like everyone but Nick Sirianni and that coaching staff is responsible. Well, no, it's not everybody because there'll be others. It's just they make changes. Sometimes teams make changes because they have to make changes to change it up. But the head coach does not, did not deserve to be let go because of seven games in a resume that had three straight playoff years, including a Super Bowl last year. I mean, stop. Stop. It's just, it's out of, it's out of control already. It's, it's a mistake. Of, they're making a mistake. That's okay, all right. You, you didn't like the defense. Nobody did, right? No, okay. of course not. Uh, they, they had some issues. They had some issues on offense. Jalen took a step back. All right. But you're going to blame the head coach, but you're not going to give him credit for what he did, for what Jalen Hurts did last year. You got to you gotta have some balance. Howard, there's a pretty clear line here. Jalen Hurts with Shane Steichen calling plays and Jalen Hurts with not Shane Steichen. That's where the credit goes. Uh, oh, so That's where the credit Shane goes. Steichen. Howard, the, oh, okay. the, the numbers don't lie. I mean, okay. when Steichen was here and he propped up Sirianni, Hurts looked good. Uh, okay, he propped up Sirianni. I get it. I get it. Well, now okay. it looks like they're looking for coordinators but, but to prop up Sirianni. But now it's Sirianni's fault. Now it's Sirianni's. No, fault. I just well, Howard. I don't okay. understand the point of two new coordinators to prop him up. What does he do well? I, we've been having this debate for two months. What does Sirianni bring to the franchise? Uh, okay, what did Jalen Hurts bring to the team this year? Well, he did score thirty nine touchdowns, Howard. Okay. I mean, it wasn't like he. And how many t- how many turnovers no, but, right, did he have? Hold on, okay. answer my question. You're going to tell wait, 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 oh, uh, uh, tell me that Jalen Hurts was as good this year no, as last year. No, I, I don't think okay. so. But what you haven't answered my question. Give me one thing from a football perspective. X's and O's, anything you want that Sirianni does at a high level as a coach. Well, I think he was creative. Uh, I think we saw that last year. I don't think they had the players to do that this year. Uh, and then when you're behind in a lot of games and you're playing catch up, that's not a good thing. I think he's creative. Uh, for two years, 
and 11 games, he had the respect uh, of the players and he had the players believing in him. Now, players don't take accountability. And that's the problem after the last six or seven games and you hear a little bit of chirping. And I don't think it's as much chirping as is being reported because it can be embellished and then it feeds mm. off of the same thing. It's just... We go. We got to stop. You can't just take seven games and say, "Well, that's who Nick Sirianni is." I'm telling you, I think he's a he's a creative guy, and defenses uh, caught up with Jalen Hurts, and the quarterback drives the engine. And yeah, it, he's it, all. I mean, there was also a quote of Sirianni in September saying he doesn't think they have to add to the offense. They just they get better at what they do. Well, they, but, teams caught quote. up because they didn't add. I mean, he said I it don't himself care about a quote in September oh. because they do they do add some things during the season. You're not going to tell everybody thinks that other teams are going to say, "Oh, we're going to do things different." So now teams are are, are not going to prepare for the same things. I, I don't know that he didn't do different things. I'm sure they tried. They things. probably did, but he said, "All right, let's." Move Move on, because listen, you're going to win this one. He's going to stay, but in the no, end, it's going to be a mistake. Every, you know what? We're all winning. How's that? Well, that's good. All right, Howard. <laughs> oh, we got a lot more to attack with you today. You Howard, know, I'm giving everybody a gold star here. Okay. Uh, we, well, you, we got to get to the center in a minute. That scores 70 points. But Howard, oh, yeah, uh, one more thing on the Eagles before we move on. So, new coordinators are going to be the theme here. Howard, what do you think they're looking for here? Because you know, we could just say get good coaches, sure. But they lost two good ones to head coaching jobs. Do you think we are heading towards a scenario where they may look for coaches that are a little bit at a different stage of their career that may be able to be here longer rather than they bring them in and then a year from now they become head coaches? I think they're looking for quality guys. Okay. I think Brian Johnson is a is a good offensive mind. I do, and I just – you know, sometimes you have to look at what he had to work with. And Jalen's – he better know he's got to get better, and I think he knows he's got to get better. Uh, he's got to, so uh, what they're looking for is somebody just to change. Change is important in the pursuit of success, and sometimes you got to change it up to, to to shake up the troops and say, "Wait a minute, you know what? Next, it could be you." Now, some guys can be gone, and some guys can't be gone. Uh, and I, I don't. I think we're making too much maybe out of the Dallas Goddard thing. I, I you think, mean him giving him the middle finger? Uh, well, I, he was upset because he's open. <laughs> he, can, but, but he gave he the middle open. finger, though. Oh, okay. Well, you know what? That's all right. He told him he was number one. <laughs> Howard, let's ask you this about Joe and Hurts. Howard, moving forward, are you more concerned with Hurts the leader or Hurts the player? You'd have to say both, but I'd like to see him be a little more connected. Mm -hmm. And uh, – I think we saw that all year. We don't need these reports at the end of the season to tell us that because he was the same guy again after 11 games as he was the last seven games. He's just a, just his news conferences tell you he just doesn't he doesn't share a lot. And I don't you know, I'm not in the locker room when it's just the players, but but I know that he's just he's not one of those he doesn't have the personality of Patrick Mahomes. And and I He's got to he's got to get better at being connected to the players. So I want to see that first, and then I think the other will follow, and then I'll, I think he'll be better after that. You got to have fun. If you're not having fun, you're not trying. To uh, I agree with that, Howard. Let's have fun with this, Howard. Your reaction to Joel Embiid becoming just the ninth player in Dropped the history of, them of things the NBA night, Howard. seventy, Howard. Hey, which schoolyard were they playing in last night? Uh, the Wells Fargo Center. Oh, okay, because it's schoolyard basketball in the NBA. It, it is unbelievable that, okay, he is a very, very extremely talented player. However, nobody plays defense anymore. When another guy in the NBA scores in the 60s and 41 in the first half, nobody plays defense. And Steve Kerr made the point that the refs are just calling fouls all the time. He had, what, 23 foul shots last night. That means he had 41 shots that they counted he probably had close to 50 shots. That's not going to work in the playoffs. You've got to involve the team. Everybody's got to be, hey, it's great that he scored 70. And for the, the 76ers to say it's a franchise record, please spare me. When they want to use the Warriors for championship totals, they'll use the Warriors. The, the franchise is Philadelphia. That's the franchise. And to say that, you know, and imply 
by that, that he's better than Wilt Chamberlain. Wilt Chamberlain played one season where he only missed eight minutes, and that's because he got thrown out of the game. This guy played five straight, five straight nights in one stretch, and he still played every minute. He is a physical, unbelievable specimen. He would dominate Joel Embiid. So, you know, I was lucky enough, and I'll say I was lucky enough to have seen Wilt. Again, I was a kid, but I saw Wilt play. I talked to Billy Cunningham, who played with him, and said he was just incredible. He was an incredible athlete. So, hey, Joel Embiid is terrific, but he's not Wilt Chamberlain. So let's bypass all that. And to to make that comparison to Michael Jordan, oh my gosh, well, I, mean, I, I wanted to jump out a window. Uh, it, it's just to Michael Jordan, please. Well, I Howard, mean, I mean, I need you to critique my list. I got a list here, Howard. The five best scores, not players, scores in NBA history. All right, Howard, you ready for this? You've seen them all, so I need your 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 thoughts on this. Jordan, okay. Wilt, Embiid, Durant, Curry. Five best scorers of all time. Embiid, Durant, and Curry. Yep. Um, Jordan, Embiid, Wilt, Durant, Curry. No Kobe. Right. Kobe got bumped. Wow. Yep. Um, That's a tough list. Got bumped. Yeah. Who got bumped? Co- Kobe. Kobe got bumped. Kobe. Oh, you, you got to have Kobe in there. Mm. Yeah. See, Kobe could create his own shot. Well, so can Embiid. I mean, he's taking it coast to coast last no, night. No, he just gets fouled. It's just, <laughs> and, the NBA, and the officials just call the foul. He I think doesn't. He did that on purpose, hey, in the playoffs. Get how it's going. I, you know what? I'm waiting for the playoffs. Hey, listen, let him score a hundred points. But in the playoffs, this is this is not going. You got to wait for the playoffs. And, and people say, "Oh, you're just they don't like Joel Embiid." No, I don't like the way the game is played now because the NBA is garbage. But I, what I don't like is it's a team. And you're going to have to play as a team in the playoffs. That's the way the the great teams play. That's the way Denver won a championship. That's the way Boston's playing right now. You've got to play as a team. And to to see everybody else just, you know, be, uh, you know, they're just spectators. They're spectators in the game while Joel Embiid takes all the shots. That can't happen in the playoffs because teams are going to just shut that down. And, and it's not going to happen. So I have to have Kobe in that list. Uh, I don't know that I put, you know, scores. It's the it's who you are as a player, and I wouldn't put Embiid uh, three, but I, I guess I'd have him in the top six for sure. But you know, I like Jordan better. Uh, Durant, you know, now he's a diva, but uh, Durant's still a great scorer and can do multiple things. I like Curry in his prime, and that team and he are not in his prime right now, and Wilt. Wilt and Jordan are the two best, all right? Are the two best. All right, Howard, let's end with this. Uh, Tonight we get the unveiling for the Baseball Hall of Fame class. Yeah, I'm glad you brought this Oh, I needed to. Howard, um, on my ballot, I would have a vote. (laughs) On my ballot, I got it in front of me. I would have a vote for for Chase Utley. I would not have a vote for Jimmy Rollins. I think he's just short. Howard, Rollins, Utley, either, both, neither. What are you thinking? Neither, mm. and here's where I'll say it: J- Jimmy Rollins is should have more votes. Anybody got ten percent uh, over the most he's gotten is ten percent of the vote, somewhere in that range. Yeah, uh, yeah. And this is uh, Utley's first time on the ballot. Yeah, I mean, I, we, there's too much Utley love. There's too, he had four solid years with Philadelphia. You don't make the Hall of Fame with four solid years. That, you know, it's not Sandy Koufax who had arm problems and was dominant, the most dominant pitcher in the century. You know. It, you just don't make it with four years. He's, he, I mean, he doesn't have 2,000 hits. He doesn't have the number of home runs you need. He doesn't have any of those things. He was an average defensive second baseman. Clearly, that's all he was, was an average defensive second baseman. And we get all caught up on a couple of plays because he was, a, he was a, a, an intelligent player. And that's fine. But he's not N-O-T. He's not a Hall of Famer. We're reducing the quality of the people in the Hall of Fame if Chase Utley gets in the Hall of Fame. He's one of the best second basemen ever. The position matters, though. There's not many great second basemen. I don't care. Mm. He didn't do it. He's not a good defensive second baseman. There's players that that are better. I mean, uh, who was the guy uh, that did the the steroids? He played with the Mets at the end. Jeff Kent. Uh, No, not Jeff Kent. Roberto Alomar. Alomar, uh, you know, I, Alomar was a better second baseman. 
Alomar was a better second baseman. I probably agree. Yeah, but problems. but that doesn't mean that uh, Lee can't get in. But yeah, Alomar is probably a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it just uh, Lee is not a Hall of Famer. You want to make and a bet Jimmy on Rollins this? Eventually, he gets close. in. We might have to make a bet, Howard. He's uh, he's eventually getting in the Hall of Fame. But the writer here's the problem: a lot of the people that vote don't even watch these guys. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do though. Like, they're not. They're... Ah, stop! Oh, it's come just, on. Hey, just because they think different than you. Why? Why don't? And I and I talked to somebody from the Baseball Hall of Fame at one time. Why, with all the baseball games that I've seen in my lifetime, there in person, why am I not? I'm a member of the media, but I'm not a member of the baseball. Have writers. you applied? Uh, what's that? Have you applied? Uh, they don't. They, I, they don't just I go asked. hand out. They just go hand out like they take the announcers and. But I think they, I think we have to like put you up for an application. We could do this as WIP. Okay. Let, we let, should put you right. up for an application. We, we, let's let's, put, a, let's put a poll up. Should Howard get a vote for the Baseball Hall of Fame? I absolutely should get a vote. Well, so should but, I. But I'm not going to make an issue of it. But, you know, these guys that are voting now didn't see a, a, a lot of these guys and, and didn't even really pay attention. They just check off a box. No, I want no. you to have a vote so that I could see your ballot and make a rip you for it if you don't have the right people okay. on there. Yeah, I'm, I, I like mean, that There's idea. other guys that, that, that shouldn't have gotten in. See, I think Larry Boa is a Hall of Famer. But, but, he's yeah, but he didn't obviously. hit enough. He didn't hit enough. Well, he still had over two. He had over two thousand. No, I know, but he played twenty years. Okay, didn't he? Chase Utley never had two thousand. Well, wait hits. a second, but, but Utley's a better but, but, player but, but, than Boa. But, but Howard, this, Howard. my ass. Wait, but. who's a better player, Utley or, or Boa? Come on, Howard. You want to vote? You got to give me the right answer. Larry this. Boa. No, stop. No chance. Okay, no Larry chance. Boa. Nope. Better defensive shortstop. <laughs> Howard had more hits. He didn't hit home runs in that little ballpark. Utley had two hundred more home runs. So, I, I don't care about home runs. Oh, stop. The home runs are different now. It's different. The, the parks are shorter. No the way. Pitching sucks. Yeah, please. Larry no way. Bowe Larry Bow had 15 career home runs. Come on, was the Hall of Fame. Was a winner. So was Utley. He had four, what, five, four and a half solid years with Philadelphia. That's he, it. And his whole career, he doesn't add up to Utley. Howard, you're nuts on this one. We'll try to get you a vote anyway, all right? Well, yeah, but Utley shouldn't be in. Well, we, the the, the Boa debate, take that out of it, <laughs> because I just watched Larry Boa. I mean, the guy was... He was the best defensive shortstop for years, but David Concepcion, who you don't even know who he is. I know who he uh, is okay. from the Reds, Howard. He won I know because he is. the Big Reds red always, won, always got into the World Series. That's why he won. Yes, uh, I know all about him. I vote for Howard to get a vote. Me too, so we yeah. can rip his ballot. I wouldn't ballot. mind, I wouldn't yeah. mind getting a vote. I'd just be curious to see Howard's ballot. All right, Howard, are you going to ask the tough questions tomorrow at this press conference with Sirianni? Hey, oh, oh, I'm glad you brought that up. Okay. This is like a food fight at this news conference because all the all the people there, they're all fighting with each other to get the questions in. And, you know, and I just stand there and I laugh and I watch them all fighting with each other to get questions in. If there's a question that needs to be asked, here's what happens at those things because I, I, I'll let those guys fight with each other to get their questions in. If the question's not asked, that should be asked, I will ask it. Uh, but... You know, these guys just, uh, it's its unbelievable. They fight among themselves to get their questions in. So I don't want to join that food fight. All right. Well, you ask the big questions but that need yeah, to be but asked. If, if a question needs to be asked, a lot of times I'll wait and, and see if anybody's asked a question, um, you know, because there's some of the writers that are really soft, soft. Can't not have here, those. Not, not in football, not in the football, but I would say basketball and baseball really well, That's soft. why we send you to these press conferences. All right, Howard, we'll talk soon. We'll, we'll talk. Uh, All right, there he goes. Howard Eskin trying to get a Hall of Fame vote. Should Howard have a vote? You think yes? I think he should. I'd want It'd to be interesting to see what he, how he would vote. His ballot? Yeah. We'd rip it apart. He's trying to tell me Bo is better than Utley. I mean, what are we doing here? I think it would be very biased towards things that happened in like the 1980s. His era. Yeah. His favorite era. The yeah, era. Yeah. Of course. All right. 215-592-9494. Terrence in Springfield. We got a lot to discuss here. Jalen Hurts, leader or player? Who are you more worried about? And of course, the Joel Embiid 70-point game. Terrence is up next. What's up, Terrence? Dude, Joe Kyle, what's up, man? Hey, Terrence. First of all, I want to give a shout-out to Joel Embiid. The thing, the thing that impressed me the most about Joel Embiid is every year it seems like he's working on his game in the offseason – and this, last year we didn't see that that passing out, out of the post, and he's gotten better at it. So, like Kyle was saying, he's gotten better and better every year at his game, and you can tell that he's actually working on his craft. Yeah, Terrence it reminds me a little bit of Dirk Nowitzki. Dirk, Dirk was like that, where you know he evolved a lot and he became yeah, so, deadly. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I remember Dirk. You know, he went into the lab every offseason, had a different offensive move and. Ju- Terrence, I'm just it blows me away at how much more skilled Joel is offensively than he was when he first got in the NBA. It's like you can't guard him with anybody. 
Yeah, and like, like I was saying, you could you could tell that, and I think you were saying to Joe that I believe Nick Nurse is in and Joe Joe's air, and he's getting the best quality draw and B we can see, and I'm I'm optimistic to see how that looks in the playoffs. Me too. I, I think we all are, and hopefully health is is there with him. You know, when the postseason rises. Terrence, what are you thinking on Jalen, leader or player? What are you more concerned about? Now let's get to to Mr. Hurts. The difference between him and Lamar Jackson is. The, 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 I think he was saying the leader aspect. For 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 I saw an interview for your defensive player. I think it was McQueen. The, the interview was asking him. He said, "I heard Lamar Jackson. He had an interview. I mean, he had a um, at a, a halftime. He had a speech to you guys, and he, and he said, yeah, it wasn't so much of a speech. The words you were saying, it wasn't no speech. So he pretty much got in there and he cut some guys out. And I think that's the aspect that Hurstone got. You got to get in there. You got to get in your players' ass, and you got to get this thing." Rolling, you can't be stoked. And I feel like Jalen Hurts always gives this "I'm too cool for school" attitude, and I think it cost the team this year. And the reports that we're seeing about uh, this guy changing the play calls uh, that Johnson put in—that is kind of like which kind of witch it's a little bit mm. to me, you know. To, and to me, I'm not going to give like I was a little bit all out on Sirianni, but it got to go fifty-fifty because if Jalen was doing that, I know, I know uh, Sirianni is the captain of the ship. And it's his team, but Hurts got some some something to do with this too, because you're you're causing your offense. If it's not working, Jalen, what are you still changing plays at the line of scrimmage for? You know what I mean? Yeah, you can't be and stubborn. I mean, and Terrence, it feels like there was some stubbornness. And yeah, and and that's and, that's a problem. And Joe, that's why your players are looking at you sideways because the, that stoic look is giving off arrogance. You know what I mean? To it might to a lot of people, it might be giving off arrogance. It might be giving off diva. Because you're still looking so a little bit of a, a diva. Times, a little bit diva. Yeah, you're giving Dolph diva in your facial expressions. Even last year, a lot of people were thinking that Jalen giving this my poop don't stink attitude. And we can't have that, Jay. We can't have that. It hurts. Now, well, it's hard to connect with your guys if that's the way you're going to be. And Terrence, we appreciate the phone call. And Terrence is fired up today. Well, I was going in and out on the phone there. I heard a lot of poop. Like yeah. butts, you well, know. He, was, he made sure he could, you know, it's for air, what he okay. said. You yeah. know, he didn't want That's to get good. dumped here. I, I have had to dump Terrence before. I yeah. appreciate him cleaning it up. Uh, well, he was not, he was fired up today, but he was a little more composed. We need composed. I mean, composure is good. good. I mean, they did the, the, the Don't let your emotions get the best of you. Man. Can't let the emotions <laughs> get the Yeah, best. but maybe a little bit more emotion from Jalen Hurts is what people are looking for as we move forward here. I, well I, I, I think it is. All right, 215 592 9494. Tom's at Dover. What's up, Tom? Yo, what's up, guys? How y'all doing today? Good, Tom. What are you thinking? Hey, hey, listen, man, I was telling uh, Kyle when he answered the phone, and it's crazy because <laughs> Howard came on, and uh, I had something to say about what he said, too. But to be honest with you, man, I'm, I mean, yeah, uh, congratulations to MB for scoring 70 last night. It was only the second worst team in the, NF- in the NBA. So, you know, <laughs> he scored just 70. Right. We, need, we need more than that, man, <laughs> from him when the playoffs come. You know, what's his playoff average? That's the question. Well, man. last year, like, yeah, last time before you go on, last year was the biggest dip an MVP's ever had from the regular to the postseason. So yeah, that was tough. Not good. It wasn't good last yeah, year. So, so, so I'm so I mean, okay, yeah, he got seventy last night against the Spurs. Okay, as far as as far as this Jalen situation goes, and and you know, it's really hurting me, man, to call into the radio today to say something bad about Jalen because it seemed like we spent a lot of time defending him before we got to this. You know, and then he played good. And, and he and he, he regressed last year bad. Well, I don't know. Uh, you know, going back to what Howard was saying is that it had to be something with the offense, man. It had to be something with the play calling. And that's where Sirianni comes in to play, you know. The king is never wrong, but I believe, like the child was saying, man, it's time for the guy to go, man. I'm not a Sirianni fan, man. I believe they made it to the Super Bowl because they had a lot of talent. And sometimes, man, you, you can win with talent without coaching. Well, this year, we didn't have as much talent, and we needed some coaching, and we didn't have it. Right, Tom, I agree. You know? I, I agree. That's why you know, the you know, res- resume it. stuff, that, that just right. goes in one ear out the other. Tom, man, we appreciate it. And I look, Sirianni has not – he has had a resume where I know a lot of people think he should say the Eagles are going to keep him. But, boy, I've got big questions still about him. 215-592-9494 gets your bar. We'll continue the phones. Next segment, Joel Embiid, is he starting to make you believe things will be different? And Jalen Hurts, are you more concerned moving forward with the leader or the player in Jalen Hurts? And when we get back, we're all wondering who the Eagles will bring in as a defensive coordinator. We'll wonder no more. We're going to pick the Eagles' next defensive coordinator 
on the other side. 215-592-9494. It is the Midday Show on Sports Radio 94 WIP. You know you can make a decision right now to get lasting relief from joint pain. You know the worst part about joint pain is the joint pain. I'm here to tell you, as I get older, my joints start to hurt more. It gets worse and worse, man. The worst part is when you're sitting here at this desk all the time, you're trying to get up and your bones start creaking. But, you know, I don't have to worry about that anymore because I've been working with my people at QC Kinetics and I feel pretty darn good right now. You know, I'm on my second treatment. I get my third one tomorrow and I cannot wait. And you know what? You don't have to deal with joint pain any longer if you don't want to, especially if you like to work out. This is something that could help you out tremendously. The first thing I noticed was the motion in my right knee. It's back now. It's, it feels really good. This is not a Band-Aid, folks. I don't want you to think that's what I'm talking about. This is a revolutionary treatment that can get you back in the game. Like I said, if you like to work out, you need to go check out my people at QC Kinetics. You know, your body has what it needs to restore and repair itself. And QC Kinetics can make that happen for you. This is no drugs, no surgery, no downtime. The future of pain treatment has arrived. Hundreds of board-certified QC Kinetic providers have treated a ton of satisfied patients all over America. And guess what? If you call right now, you can be one of them. Hip pain, back pain, any pain associated with arthritis or an injury, you need to call my people at QC Kinetics at 215-999-3000. That's 215-999-3000. One more time, 215-999-3000. QC Kinetics. Check them out. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.